Hi, welcome to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open, affirming congregation, and we're so glad you found us. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our weekly messages, we hope that you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your faith journey. Please listen with us now. When my son was in kindergarten, I just started getting used to all the emails that you receive from school. And I remember one email in particular, it came on the Friday before spring break was to start in March of 2020. And I think we all remember what happened after that. But we got this email from his school that was different. Usually the emails are things like, sign up for this, don't forget to do that, please could you come help us in the library, or turn in your photos for the school yearbook. Lots of things to add to your to-do list, some ways to be involved. And then there's the not-so-fun emails that we receive as parents in this day and age, signs of suspicious activity, school on lockdown, And after March 2020, the emails that we got so often, there has been spread of COVID in your child's classroom. You name it, I've seen it on the email system. But this Friday, the Friday before spring break in 2020 in March, it was different. The subject line from Miss Pitts at Winona Park Elementary was, for your listening pleasure. It was not a weekday request of getting involved or a warning about something that had happened, but it was a weekend offering to the parents, to the families. My son's kindergarten teacher had put together a playlist of the children's favorite songs. So we had around 20, 20, uh, sorry, we had around 22 hits from the time. We had Bob Marley's Three Little Birds, which I have to attribute to the parents. We had Hamilton's My Shot show up like five times. It is a good song. And there were lots and lots of selections from Frozen. Ms. Pitt signed the email with these wise words that I still remember now, so many years later. In a world of worry and uncertainty, sometimes you just have to have a dance party. Sometimes you just have to sing. Now in this season of Lent, we have been including psalms in our worship. You might have noticed last Sunday, you'll see it again and again, one of our scripture readings will always be a psalm. And we're emphasizing music in worship as a way to let song, to let music, to let Lent lead us in this season. The psalms are, after all, God's playlist. With the songbook of the Psalms, we have all the hits of human emotion. When you sing along with the Psalms, you'll be ready to weep, 
You'll be ready to complain. You'll be ready to lash out at enemies. You'll be ready to praise and offer thanks and celebrate and feel joy at all the good that God does. As our Presbyterian forefather John Calvin said, the Psalms are the anatomy of all the parts of the soul. Well, if the Psalms are the Bible's playlist, then Psalm 121, the one that we read for today, is on the Road Trips album. Y'all remember those mixtapes? Psalm 121 is one of 14 Psalms in a collection called the Songs of the Ascents. That means that these were the actual words sung by pilgrims as they set out on their journeys for sacred places. In Psalm 121, the first line reads, I lift my eyes up to the hills. Now the hill in question is Mount Zion on which the temple sat in Jerusalem. And the pilgrims sang this song as they approached the temple on the feast day for a festival. I lift my eyes up to the hills was a way of saying, I'm heading to Jerusalem. And with that in mind, this psalm is an appropriate one for the season of Lent. Because over these next days, and certainly into Holy Week, we are headed toward Jerusalem too. Isn't that right? During these 40 days, we go with Jesus as he enters the city. The palms will wave and the people will shout Hosanna, and we go with him as he teaches, as he cleanses the temple. We go with him as he touches and he heals the crowd. And we go with Jesus that week that's his last of his earthly life into the back roads of the city, into the dark of the night, searching for the disciples, <clears throat> hosting the Last Supper in the upper room. And we go with Jesus to Golgotha, where he will set his eyes on a different hill, the hill of skulls, with the cross clearly in view. During the season of Lent, we go with Jesus, and we move in our own lives, in our own world, facing what is hard with the hope of what is to come. And on this journey, we need these traveling songs. We need the promise that is offered in Psalm 121, the beautiful words, that wherever we go, whatever hills we're climbing, that God goes with us there. I lift my eyes up to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven, who made earth. Those words happen to be carved into a wood sign with a sunshine carved into, announcing your arrival to my favorite place on earth. You may have already heard me talk about it. It's Holston Presbytery Camp in Banner Elk, North Carolina. 
It's where I spent most of my summers growing up. It's where I went every summer as a college counselor. It's where I really came to faith and came to be called as a pastor. It's where I go even this summer. This time, my son gets to go with me, where I'll be the camp chaplain for the week. And announcing your arrival at this beautiful camp in the hills, mountains of Western North Carolina, Holston Presbytery Camp, you see a sign that says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. The sign also says, drive eight miles per hour. <laughs> it's a little dirt gravel road and the camp director was hoping that that unique instruction would get people to slow down. When I was a counselor at Holston, we did a lot of hiking, as you can imagine, over there in Banner Elk, North Carolina. One of the hikes that I always looked forward to was on Roan Mountain. Now, I don't know if any of you all are familiar with Roan Mountain, Tennessee, or the trail there. It's along the Appalachian Trail, and it's an amazing 15-mile hike through beautiful balds and wonderfully forested hills. It's an amazing hike, but it is not easy. And that's one of the reasons that you looked forward to it because only the big kids who were behaving well and following their counselors got to even try what was a really tough trek. But we always looked forward to taking the campers out on this hike because it was such an accomplishment and the groups really pulled together to make it through. And here was the tip that I took away from my time as a counselor. The first thing you do is when you stop for a water break, you say, all right, kids, it's time for a devotional. And you turn to Philippians 2.14. Here's what it says. Do everything without complaining. <laughs> and then you mention that devotional, those scripture passages, as you make your way through these 15 miles of up and down. But the second tip that I have for leading a group on a hard journey is to sing songs. So many songs, camp songs, church songs that we would sing on repeat for hours as we made our way on this hike. Maybe some of these will be familiar to you all from your camp days. Oh, you can't get to heaven? That's this call and repeat that can go on and on for at least three, four miles. Children, go where I send thee. How shall I send thee? That one also lasts a very long time. We'd break out as the deer panteth for the water when we're getting thirsty. And that one is straight from the Bible's psalm book. John Calvin, again, our Presbyterian forefather, he knew the power of song. He said that we as people have a natural inclination to rejoice and that God gave us the Psalms so that we might use these words in our singing, that we might not rejoice in vain things, but follow along after God. 
I don't know if John Calvin would approve of, oh, you can't get to heaven in a miniskirt, but I get his point. The Psalms give us words of faith and music, words of faith and song for any circumstance that we might find ourselves in as humans, for pain, for joy, for dealing with a long journey and blisters on your feet. Whatever is going on, Scripture tells us, just sing. Well, at Holston, on that Roan hike, you name it, and we sing it. It gave us the words to mark our trek, and it helped keep our minds off of our hurting feet, the heat and the many miles still to go. And if one person was out of breath, well, then the rest of the team would pick up the song and carry them along. And we always made it home. Always. I never had a group that didn't make it to the pullout before dark. Happy to hop in those church vans and head on home to the dining hall where a hot dinner was waiting to be served. God has given us the gift of life, knowing that there are ups and downs, and God has given us the psalms, the psalms to sing on the journey. Songs of sorrow, songs of hope, the words of lament and dissent, but the songs of trust and assent too. We've got a way to go, the psalms say, and they give us the words to get there. We've got a way to go, the psalms say. Here is music to move you on your path. Because sometimes, sometimes, you just have to sing. Mrs. Fannie Lou Hamer may be a name that you all are familiar with, a really impressive, faithful woman. She was 44 years old, a sharecropper, and a civil rights activist, a mother, and a mighty singer of songs, when in 1963, she was arrested and jailed in Winona, Mississippi. She was beaten that night terribly into within an inch of her life. She sustained long-term injuries, and they would eventually contribute to her early death. In a book by scholar Charles Marsh, who's a professor of religion at the University of Virginia, he encouraged Ms. Hamer to share the story of that dark night, of that part of her journey. And reflecting on that time, Mrs. Hamer said, when you are in a brick cell locked up and you haven't done anything to anybody, but you are still locked up there, well, she said, Sometimes words just begin to come to you and you begin to sing, sing. That's what she did that night. Singing, she said, brought out my soul. And Charles Marsh picked up on this fact, that Mrs. Hamer singing her gospel songs in a long, dark night, did not sing alone. 
Sitting in their cells down the hall from her were June Johnson, Annelle Powder, Uvester Simpson, and Lawrence Gaillot, who joined her in song. They combined their voices, they combined their souls with her on the Song of Ascent, empowering them to keep their eyes on what lies ahead, to turn toward Jerusalem, to stay on that gospel train until it reaches the kingdom. The Psalms remind us that when we sing, we do not sing alone. Did you notice this in Psalm 121, that there's more than one voice? There's the open questions, where the questioner says, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. He answers his own question. But then another voice appears. Another voice appears. The song of faith, the song of the Psalms is not a solo song. I lift up my eyes to the hills from where my help comes. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. You who question, you who wonder, he who keeps you will not slumber or sleep. Right after the first verse, in that second verse, the pronoun switch, you heard that from the first person, my questions, I wonder, to the second person, singular, you and your. Scholars say that that second voice that comes along here is the voice of a priestly figure, someone who hears the questions and offers a priestly word of blessing. The voice replies to the questioner's call, singing in response to the query to help the person remember the promises and the hope of God. Every child of God should receive a blessing every day as they make their journeys of faith. What the psalm tells us, that the songs are given to us when we need to sing, that the songs will bring out our soul and that the songs, the psalms are not sung alone. I'm guessing you know this from your own life, that when your voice is quiet or when you just can't find the tune, that there are others who will take up the music and will remember for and will remember with you. So today, in closing, I take up my priestly mantle and I offer you a blessing. Good words, God words, a song that you might just need to remember to sing. Because just in case you are wondering, just in case the hills in your life seem mighty high, just in case you're facing your own Golgotha, just in case the world is worrisome and uncertain, hear this. He will not let your foot be moved. Hear this. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel 
will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. In sorrow, in hope, in uncertainty, in faith, we sing. We sing the Psalms of the Ascents, not because life is always moving upward, but because on this journey, God, in Christ Jesus, walks with us too. And for this, we are truly grateful. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. I invite you to visit our website, covpresatl.org. That's C-O-V-P-R-E-S-A-T-L.org. There you'll find current worship information, links to our live Sunday morning streaming service, and our full archive of recorded services. You'll also find out more about us and how to get in touch. I wish you well in these strange times. God is with us. Grace and peace to you.